It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. Coming up on today's show, I got a sneaky suspicion that Eric Young is going to let these young boys eat this year. Now, we're game two under Quinn Snyder, so we're looking for a reset. But what I don't want to see is a run back of what we saw back on January 30th from the Hawks. And last but not least, and for the culture. We got some women in sports out here moving and shaking, and we're going to talk about it right here on ATL Day Ones. Let's go. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. I want to start by saying thank you for making ATL Day 1 your first listen of the day. Remember, we are free and available wherever you download your podcast and wherever you download your podcast. Make sure that you leave us a five-star review. Really appreciate that from you in advance. Today's episode of ATL Day 1 is brought to you by FanDuel, FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in America. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. But T, when you think about what the Braves got going on this year. And, you know, I know I started to get excited every time I hear these names mentioned. Ronald Acuna, Ozzy Albies, Michael Harris. Why I get excited, T? Because it's the speed, man. If I could quote Taylor Gabriel from uh, the Falcons on that Super Bowl run year, uh, it, it's just it just really gets starting to get excited. And I think that Eric Young is going to be a part of that. We already know Uncle Ron – He's going to be windmilling that doggone arm all year this year as much as he possibly can, especially with those guys on the bases. But I, I, I really feel like the Braves might be able to, to make some history um, this year, T. Yeah, and we it's so interesting because we were watching with bated breath, like, will Ronald Acuna get there? Will he not? 40 home runs, 40 steal club. And you really have not heard those numbers from anyone in Major League Baseball in a very, very long time. But all of a sudden, when you have a healthy Ronald Acuna Jr., whom everybody says, watch out for, Ozzy Albies is coming back, and you're looking at a Michael Harris II in year number two. So you think, Jarvis, that what if he makes that that stride, you know, makes that leap, if you will, from rookie to second year? You can easily see that happening where you may have multiple members of that 4040 club, and with all these new rule changes, I can't yeah. see anything advantage for the Braves and the last time this happened with like like you mentioned what 2006 was Alfonso Soriano that is crazy and then yeah. nephew you know he got he got doggone he got close really in 2019 close with yes. 41 home runs and 37 um stolen bases mm-hmm. so those are some of the things that like we know this is not something that that we just imagined like this right. could happen because yeah. he, he almost accomplished it you know in just his uh second year in the in, in major league baseball so I, I think that's something that 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 you can 
can really kind of hang on. But I think mm-hmm. the the main thing though is, you know, just like you mentioned with the rules, right? That's yeah. why I feel like this is even more, is is even a, a a possibility as well because you got the bigger bases and the yes. distance has been shorter just a little bit as mm-hmm. far as between the bases. So yes. those when you think about adding that. Plus the guys that have all this doggone speed. Mm-hmm. And let's throw in Von Grissom as well. Well, was can, in the double yeah. steal the I other day. Agree. So yeah. I yes. can put him in that, that cool. category as well. So mm-hmm. I think that when you have uh, that type of scenario coming together, when you start throwing all those things in the pot, T, eventually you're going to have a meal. And, and like, I, like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. these young boys are going to be ready to eat because Eric Young got those guys fired up and ready to go. Yeah, and Michael Harris the second. You look at the fact that he played just a little north of 100 games, about 114 games, right. 20 stolen bases. So yeah. if you give him a full season to be able to cook, and the things like you just mentioned with uh, the pitch count and you mentioned about the shortening of a distance from base to base, I mean, I just feel like he's going to be that guy who really is able to say, okay, the game is slowed down for me. I got myself 19 home runs. I got myself about 20 bases. So he was at least closing in on the 2020 club a little bit over halfway through the season. Imagine a full season with a healthy Michael Harris, the second. And of course it all depends. Now that'll be something that we'll be interested in seeing as well. Kind of what that lineup looks like, because we know that Brian Snicker tinkered with that last year until he finally got things where they needed to be. And ultimately when you get a guy like an Ozzy Albies back and a Matt Olson more comfortable with coming into his second year just all of those little pieces as well in terms of what that starting lineup looks like those could also vote in the the Braves favor because I really felt like Brian Snicker that and I feel like that's one of his strengths right where he's able to take a step back and look at the lineup doesn't mind tinkering with it even if sometimes Mm -hmm. that might get you an L here or there but he's going to play around with the lineup until it works for him and if it once it starts working for him then it works for the Braves collectively I can see these individuals definitely taking advantage of it yeah, I, the stars are starting to align for this team. Yeah. Like as we get closer to the season, I I wholeheartedly believe that this is going to be a special year for the Braves, especially when you got a guy like Matt Olson settling in, right. which he had a pretty doggone good season yeah. last season too. So yeah. for him to come in this year and being settled and and being ready to roll and not worried about all the other stuff and the contract stuff, I think that's going to be something that 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 is going to be a, a benefit to Snicker and the whole team as well. Now, T. Now we we talk. I think we kind of spoke some things into existence um, on yesterday, um, yeah. with the inclusion of a random McMichael knowing how his guys and how the Georgia Bulldog uh, those pups get down yes. uh, when it comes to going to this NFL Combine. How about this? Ooh. Nolan Smith absolutely went dumb dumb yesterday. <laughs> when I'm talking about 41 and a half vert, yeah. I'm talking about you know a four three nine official at six three almost two forty. Running a four three nine and a forty, T. I think one thing that kind of explains to you like the level of standard that this young man has, and Nolan Smith. I think this clip of his response to what he ran. I think it kind of explains the type of person that he is. I was just upset, you know, and I really wanted you to just do everything full speed. I thought I didn't run my best race. Cap said it looked good. I thought I didn't run my best race. I thought I had a little more juice. <laughs> what? A little more? Are you kidding me? And he was upset like this, throwing his cell phone to the ground over what he thought was a 4-4, courtesy, of course, of NFL Network for that sound because they got him 
right after he did his sprint and they were like newsflash did you know you got a 439 and he was excited but still you could see like for him it was just more of but that's what i expected of myself right mm -hmm. it wasn't that yeah. he surprised himself so yeah i really really love that that work ethic that he has and that mindset that he has because again we talked about it like you said yesterday kind of with a premonition of is this guy's on and off the field that you would absolutely love to have in your organization yeah, and and he's a, he's that guy, right? Because we, when you hear him talking about his teammate, you know, and Devin Willock, and and hear him talking about how Jalen Carter is well, being willing to speak on, because you know a lot of Georgia players were like, no comment, mm -mm, we ain't talking right. about that. But not Nolan. Nolan is a guy. He's a leader. He doesn't mind stepping up and speaking out. Mm -hmm. And and when you and that means a lot in the locker room. I, yeah, that that means so much in the locker room. I've been in the locker room with guys who are always willing to say and do the right things at the right time. And Nolan is that guy to me. So only thing I, I would say when it comes to Nolan Smith, when uh, as far as a team that takes him and falls in love with him, I, I think that there is going to be some a level of unlocking something that he hasn't necessarily yeah. tapped into. Mm -hmm. uh, we, because we already know he has the athletic ability, right? But right. from a number standpoint and from an execution standpoint, you know, on the field, Mm -hmm. He didn't necessarily. Now he came in. This dude came in with a a, a crazy amount of hype, mm -hmm. you know, from a recruiting standpoint, and he didn't necessarily live up to that. But the capabilities are there. We've seen flashes, like covering this team, yes. you know, for the last what, what ten years, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So um, I, I do think that a team is going to fall in love with him, and I think yes. that just from a off the field standpoint, and not mm -hmm. having to be worried about him getting into no stuff. I think Noah Smith is a guy that teams are going to take a long, hard look at after this combine. Yeah, I agree. And when you think about some of those same questions, albeit, you know, Super Bowl wasn't that great, but when you yeah. think about some of those same questions that may have gone for like a Jordan Davis, uh, he was behind Fletcher Cox, so we didn't get to see him full on, but right. he definitely showed you that some of the concerns that maybe some had about him or even in the Kobe Dean, but more importantly, Jordan Davis, I think he showed to the Eagles organization, like, Hey, I I'm good for it. Right. right. And he, yeah, I yeah. think when you put him behind, and my point being, when you also put him behind someone like a Fletcher Cox, right. Where he is able to be under the tutelage of that kind of greatness, that could only be a positive thing. So if Nolan Smith al already brings the mental and the raw to the table. Imagine if he's able to get with a franchise that has somebody like a Grady Jarrett, but has somebody who he can actually go under the tutelage Ryan of Nielsen. who can teach him. Exactly. Ryan Neal. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You got the coach mm -hmm. and then you have a, a potential fellow teammate. Yeah. Imagine how, how much quicker he can get up to speed and have an impact. Yeah. And that's what, that's what the, the Falcons ultimately are looking for impact mm -hmm. players, right? Regardless yes. of what yeah. round it is in like, now, now we got to follow this Tanisha Mantra and, and draft a defensive player, edge guy, at that, yeah. with that number eight overall pick. Well, y'all can do whatever y'all want after that. But whatever y'all do pick, they have to be guys that can impact in the first year because this third year is going to be super uber important yeah. for this Terry Fontenot, Arthur Smith regime. Now, speaking of regimes, you know, Quinn Snyder is now the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. He had his debut on Tuesday a couple of days mm -hmm. ago. He's had a little time to work with them. What should we expect from them 
tonight against the Portland Trailblazers. We'll talk about that next. But first, we got to talk about FanDuel.com slash LockedOn because it is the number one sports book in America. You guys listen to the number one podcast in America. So why don't you do the same when it comes to when you want to win some money? Because that's what it's all about, right? So let me tell you what FanDuel has just for you. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So if you lose your shorts out here, you know, I said I wasn't going to talk about John Collins because somebody commented about it. You know, I'll leave J.C. out of this one for now. If Sadiq Bay got that over-under of three against the Portland Trailblazers tonight, man, I might put some money on the over, man, because I'm, 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 I'm a little risk-taker when it comes to certain things that I'm convicted of. I'm convicted of Sadiq Bay going to do his thing with the Hawks. Quinn Snell going to do with that doggone thing. But anyway, so, yeah, if you lose your shorts, though, you know, up to $1,000 on your no-sweat first bet. Now, you can even bet the money lines, the spread, the total, the over-under, all that stuff. They have all of that right there waiting for you. So don't get the chance, miss a chance, to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets back when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more. With FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Okay, since Jarvis said that he's going to leave JC out of the conversation, I will then guide left as well. I'll just leave it be. I'll leave no, it be. No, T, don't follow me. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> Let's talk yeah, about him. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I just we'll don't want to be the one to bring him up. Yeah, we'll be. Ha- we'll, we'll stick to Happy Friday and, and for now. Happy Friday. Yes, let's yeah, go. We we reserve the right to deep dive into this conversation and pivot yet again. So anyway, speaking of pivot, you hope that the Hawks are able to pivot from a tough loss Tuesday to the Wizards. They're of course taking on the Blazers tonight. And you really hope that they also pivot from a tough loss to the Blazers back on January 30th, because that was just a four point loss. DeJounte Murray had the game of his life. He played out of his mind, 40 points. But unfortunately that guy on the other side, Dame Dollar had 42 and that along with just one other bucket was enough to get them past the Hawks. So you don't want to see that again, if you will. And it really made me think about this. Jarvis, we say Bradley Bill, but we could also throw Kyle Kuzma in there because both yes. of them manhandled yes. the Hawks for a combined Absolutely. 65 points on Tuesday. That's what really carried the team to victory. But to your point, Glenn Snyder's had a couple days to kind of reassess. And one of the things they talk about with him is that he's able to see the nuances and kind of guide players, if you will. And we even saw a tweet from our buddy, uh, Caleb Johnson, who showed Quinn Snyder having some quality time, some one-on-one time with Aaron Holiday in, in that regard. Mm-hmm. But you look at tonight and you say to yourself, Damian Lillard is the kind of player that you really don't stop, especially the last couple of games, 41 points, 70 points respectively. Yep. But Jarvis, you got to make sure that you don't get torched by Dame if you expect to win this game and set yourself up for a good road trip that's going to be a little bit challenging in that you've got to play essentially back-to-backs in Miami and then run up to the district and play back-to-backs in D.C. Yeah, I think right now this is the time for not only Quinn Snyder but this team as a whole yes. to establish some sort of foundation. Yes. As, and like, okay, give us a peek into what we can expect for the next four years, you know, if Quinn Snyder finishes his contract. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying, you know, ain't no, ain't no guarantees in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> that's just how – those are the facts of the case. So I think that, 
you know, want for them to be able to do that, it is they can start with Dam- Damian Lillard. Hey, don't let Damian go for forty. Like you know what I'm saying? Like twenty seven. You know what I'm saying? On on seven, on fifteen shots. You know what I'm saying? Like like let's let's kind of work through this thing. Like let's 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 because because the, the what you don't want to do is is have these unrealistic ex- expectations, right? With the new coach coming in, and and DeAndre Hunter even talked about it after after the loss. He was just saying, hey, this is. It's going to be a work in progress. And yes. Trey even said it himself. He, he said it as well. Indeed. Like, this is going to be a process. This, this is going to take time. It's just a matter, it's just a matter of fact that, that you're in a, a space where you ain't got that much time. You got 20 games to get this thing figured out or at least to get in the tournament, you know, or, you know, well, you're in a play, playing tournament right now, but you want to be able to be somebody that's established, that has established some sort of identity as to what this team is going to look like going forward. But you want to have some success in the short term as well yeah. because, like, the thing that I, I thought was really interesting, I, I find it interesting that you went back to the, that Portland game, right? So January 28th, they lost to the, uh, the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. And from that point on up until now, T, it's been loss-loss, win-win. Loss-loss, win-win. Loss-loss, win-win. And now they just lost against the, uh, <clears throat> against the Washington Wizards. Now, like, okay, based off of what the pattern that they've drawn and, and the inconsistency of consistency of inconsistency that they've shown, they're going to lose this game. So I, I just think that they need to start breaking the patterns that they've built over these 60-some-odd games. And once they start doing that, then I'll be a little bit more optimistic about where this team is going um, in the future. Yeah, I would agree with you with that as well. It's about the consistency and it's about making sure that when we say consistency, we really do mean all 48 minutes. We saw that in Tuesday's game. Has to be down to the last second, not just of the at, at the forty-eight or double zero mark, but even the halftime mark. Because I still say you potentially left two to three points on the floor with point nine seconds left on the clock, and nobody decides to even heave it half court or try a full court. I mean, anything can happen. Or right. you could have gotten fouled just the way they call Trey for the foul. Just little things like that speak to your consistency point as well. And you know, I think about this. The one thing that encourages me is to your point. Win-win, loss-loss, win-win, loss-loss. Quinn Snyder wasn't on the sidelines. So now that Quinn Snyder is on the sidelines, can we possibly look for or be encouraged that maybe there's an opportunity there for somebody to show and prove at least a little bump? And, you know, drivers, we look back sometimes to see where can we see that. And I looked into 2013-2014, that one year that Quinn Snyder was here, right? And you know whose numbers look good? The junkyard dog, the defensive guy, Damari Carroll, his yeah, numbers at mm-hmm. every area literally bumped up. So he was with Utah, oddly enough, the Jazz in 12-13. He comes to Atlanta in 13-14, and he's still playing about the same number of games, maybe six or so extra games, but he increased, he doubles his minutes, but not just doubles his minutes. When he's in there, he's producing. So he's going right. up to 47% from 46 at uh, from the field. He goes up to 36% from 27% from three. All the numbers, Jarvis, just keep jumping. The rebounds almost triple, and I could go on and on. The reason I'm saying that, Jarvis, is because you and I keep looking to see who is going to show us game by game that they can actually get a bump short term, that we can see a bump long term. So I'm wondering, Jarvis, 
is there a guy? I know we talked about it before, kind of mentioned it, but is there one more guy like tonight, especially based on the matchups? We know Yusuf Nurkic is out. We know Anthony Simons is out. We know Cam Reddish is going to try to go off on his old team. Who can show a bump tonight that's actually going to be the difference? Wow, that is a very good question. I, I, I think that just based off of what went down the last time we saw this team play, DeJounte Murray. Because, like, he came in as the two-way guy, the best defender on this team, the guy that can come in and lock somebody down. Now, granted, this is the NBA. There is a lot of guys that can score the basketball, and Bradley Beal is one of them. Sometimes he gets forgotten about because he plays for the Washington Withers, and I get that, but the dude can get buckets. So when you see that kind of play out like that, and Bradley Beal was talking trash with it too. So I, I think that DeJounte Murray may be in that mindset of, okay, now let me show y'all why I'm out here, why I came yeah. to this team, why I was coveted, why they gave up three first-round picks for, for, for me to come over here and be that off-ball guard or on-ball guard next to Trey Young. So I think DeJounte Murray is a good candidate to kind of benefit from a coach like a Quinn Snyder because – Lord knows how much he praise he had for uh, um, Coach Pop uh, when he was in San Antonio. You even saw that after they played against each other. And those guys, DeJounte Murray went out his way to make sure they went to go talk to Coach. So a, a, a wildly respected coach like Coach Pop and a wildly respected coach like around the league in uh, Quinn Snyder, I wholeheartedly believe that you know DeJounte Murray is going to benefit from that. And that's a great point because – in that Portland Trailblazers game, he had a DeJounte Murray-like stat line, except the points were out of control because it was like 40 points. But the rest of the stat line, 13 to 25 from the field, 5 of 8 from 3, perfect at the free throw line. And the defensive line, Jarvis, 8 rebounds, 2 steals, oh, no yeah. turnovers. Yep. So, yeah, we definitely need to see that guy because, to your point, that's the bump you want to get that you really didn't see in February, kind of a down month for him. Now, speaking of what you want to see tonight – That'll get those guys going. Hey, it's a Friday night in Atlanta. You might as well be at home enjoying yourself with a built bar if you're not going to be down at State Farm Arena enjoying what we hope will be a dub for the Hawks over the Blazers. Now, they give you all the flavors you can hope for, right? If you yes. like the churro, almondy situation, go for that. If you like 100% real chocolate, which I know a lot of people do like, and that's just good for your health as well. That's a good look. Built bar is a good look. Now, don't forget, there are three great ways for you to go get it. Now, if you're someone who wants to sit inside because, hey, we hear the weather is going to be a little tricky today, then go to built.com and you'll have them not just maybe for next week, but you can have those built bars for some of those coming games that Jarvis and I talked about. Or if you want to get them for tonight's game, then you need to go to Walmart or Sam's Club because you can buy them in bulk so that you and the entire family can enjoy. And don't forget, healthy, healthy, healthy is the name of the game because we're talking about... 17 grams of protein, which is amazing because it dissolves quickly, which means you get your energy bounce quickly. And of course, just 130 calories. And that's amazing because when Jarvis and I started telling you about Built Bars, it was 150 calories. So, hey, we know you want that body back. Spring is on the horizon. Summer is on the horizon. Better go get your Built Bar to make it happen. Our subscribers are on the on the horizon, on the rising. How about that? Six thousand subscribers. We're on our way, people. We're over fifty five hundred right now. So we need your help. If you are listening or watching this podcast, 
go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. Or go ahead and download seven episodes at one time so you can get caught up because you've been missing out on this goodness of ATL Day 1's part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. So if you haven't done so, make sure you do that. You can find us wherever you download your podcast. And you can just go on YouTube, type in Locked On Sports Atlanta, hit that subscribe button, and hit that bell whenever that heat gets ready to drop. You'll know. You'll understand. You'll know what's going on in this thing. But, T, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, the culture, and sometimes whatever the hell we want to talk about. Because that's just how we get down on this show. Today is no different. How about that? It's Women's History Month. Yeah. It's going down. International Women's Day is next week. We may or may not have a surprise for you guys, so t- stay tuned for that. But I think one of the things that I always find cool is when when athletes out of WNBA get some opportunities, T, to be able to partner with some folks. And how about this? Athleta has decided to partner with Monique Billings of the Atlanta Dream T. Yes. This is a lifestyle lifestyle apparel company, excuse me, that, you know, they decide they've they, um, been coming around and they've been um, working with different women and they've been working with different partnerships and working things, trying to get, you know, highlight these women and be able to partner with them and be able to uplift them and get them in spaces where, hey, they feel included. And that's what it's all about. How about that as far as Athleta going ahead and joining the movement with Monique Billings, T? I absolutely love it. She is such a great ambassador and they're just doing so many great things right over with the Atlanta dream. It's two years into a new ownership team and you can tell the difference because they're also putting their players forth. Right. And so Monique Billings, she's just the most recent example. A couple of other players have recently retired. They're bringing them back for player development. All of this is so that they can really push the game forward and move the game ahead. And yeah, Monique Billings, if you've ever had an opportunity to see her play, she's one like we talk about in Olin Smith, right? Where she is good for the franchise and good for the league on and off the court. So I'm so excited for her. And Athleta has such great visibility, right? Has Mm. so many brand names, if you will, for lack of a better term. I think Kelly Rowland is one of them, for example, but so many endorsements and then they come right here to the A. Yeah, like she, I think she kind of put them on the the map. But yeah, Monique Billings is another one. But yeah, Monique Billings is absolutely (laughs) amazing. She's an amazing basketball player and just going to be an amazing brand ambassador for uh, Athleta as well. And continuing with the amazingness on this show, talk about Monique Billings. How about this, T? Your girl, big sis, Pam Oliver, you know, we know, don't need to go, go down a resume, but she is, be, is the 2023 recipient of the Mary Garber Pioneer Award. Yeah. So it is, she is the longest tenured NFL sideline reporter working more than 500 games, T, Mary Gar- Garber Award winner, your big sis, man. Like, what else yeah. can you say about Pam Oliver? She's just amazing. I mean, I literally just got a text from her because I sent her a little note this morning, but that's who she is. She took the moment just to say, oh, thank you so very much. And of course, I got a chance to catch up with her in person a couple of weeks ago. And it's so important because this is such a competitive industry. And just to see, yeah, and just to see a veteran just kind of reach back and be available for a chat or to give some feedback or just an girl, anything like that really does make a difference. And she's just been so true to it and you know it's interesting because it the award speaks about the quantity right 500 games the quality within those 500 games that she's broadcast also can't get lost because it's just not her standing on the sidelines every football season checking a box 
She's right. really putting in the work. We talked about that. I remember my first conversation with her, just picking her brain, like a day, mm -hmm. a week in the life of Pam Oliver, how she starts off after that Sunday game, getting ready for that next Sunday game. It is mind blowing. She's getting ready, just like those guys who are doing the play by play in the booth, just like Absolutely. color commentators, yeah. just like the coaches. She's in the trenches just like they are and so i just appreciate her for for just setting the standard and also just still for being accessible and of course we always appreciate pam oliver for being hbcu excellence go on rattler nation take all your little credit because we know you want to say you strike strike and strike again yeah rock that doggone what green and orange <laughs> combination that sometimes look a little, a little out there but you know hey they make it work like you know, I can't go hey though you know we got our blue and gold so you know that could be a little out there too so you know we get, we, we understand it's all love right here it's hbcu love HBCU right here love. on friday a good friday on atl day ones now you know on monday t we need to be talking about some dubs um we need to talk about some dubs and you know we'll also be talking about who else shines at the nfl combine because we know there are a lot of more, a lot more dogs uh getting ready to you know stetson ben is at the podium today is he gonna answer all those questions about knocking on folks doors you know um <clears throat> poo faced yeah. in the early in the morning we'll talk DJ about Stroud that has had some conversations we hear with some folks from the branch <clears throat> I know. So yeah, lots that, to dig into. More than one <laughs> of those guys who are under center. So we'll be we'll download on all that. So make sure you come back for that on Monday. And one more thing before we get out here on a Friday, people, I ask you each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on ATL Day Ones. We make sure you know that you keep checking us out and making us your first listen. Why don't you go ahead and make Locked On Sports today your second listen of the day? You can find it wherever you find this podcast. And before we get out of here, I got to say this. Why don't you guys make sure for the weekend that you share love, show love, and most importantly, spread love. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.